welcome, 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 podcast listeners. You are here with your host, Mr. Budgie Pedal Chap. Hi, me. <laughs> uh, you're also here with Mr. Matt Coyne. Say hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Well, hey, <laughs> start as we mean to go on. Um, yeah, it's just, it's far too warm. It's like hay fever's kicked in. Yep. It's, yeah, so... One of those. Yeah, so if if the, the podcast does go in a slightly rambly direction... Um, it's to be expected. You you know what this this ride is about now. So, so we are here. It's episode number one forty eight as well. We are ever so close to one fifty, and I feel that should be a milestone because that's pretty much three years, isn't it? Oh God, it is. I I hadn't even caught. You were like we mentioned three years. Like I want to say like two months ago. Yeah, and I'd forgotten about it, and it's now even closer. It is, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's coming up. We might we might do something. We might not. I mean, the fact that the I'd, I'd started the uh, the call and then started writing the podcast today probably suggests that that's not going to happen. Um, but we'll see. Um, hi, Matt. How are you? You all right? Yeah, not too bad. Yourself? Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Um, aside from the cantankerous old git that I am becoming. <laughs> Shouting at Cloud. Um, I mean, I've been doing that since the start of the podcast days. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's nothing, nothing new. Um, how are we gonna How are we gonna start this? I think we should start off. Uh, I did say that I'd, I'd mention the uh, the super super special thing, but I don't think we will just yet. I think we'll we'll leave that to sizzle for a little bit, a little bit of sizzle time on that. Yeah, so you <laughs> you need to carry on listening. This is a bit of bribery. Bit of broadcast bribery, yeah. Keep listening, and you'll find out a little, little something, something a little bit later on in this show. Uh, to start off with, though, Matt, what have you been up to this week? Uh, I had a new pedal in the post. You had a new pedal <laughs> during uh, during a lockdown. This I is did, a- and it's it's. I suppose technically not released. Like I, I don't know whether they they released or not, but the Chevtone Messiah. So we had. Mr. One of our patrons, Mr. Yeomans, on three or four casts ago at this point. I can't, I, like... It, it's, it's definitely more than that, but it can't be any more than about a month or so. It's either four or six then, because it was a, a non-live one. Or, unless, was it? No, it definitely wasn't the unlive live. It wasn't, so, no. So it's it either four or six weeks ago then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we had Mr. Yeomans on, and he was talking about... He's got two... Pedals on the go, a Messiah and a the Honeyburst. Yeah. Um, and after the cast, I was like, I'm probably gonna have to take a Messiah off your hands because, you know, I'm a I'm a sucker for a Marshall in a box. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I just, I've given rave reviews of the the cut off over and over again because I love the cut off drive. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I I spoke to to Mister Yeomans. It's like, yeah, um. How quickly can I get a, a messiah off you? <laughs> and he was like, "Well, I haven't I, like finalized any of the the like all screen printed like professional ones yet, but I've got this one that I finished in Tolex that I've kind of used as like a demo, and it's just basically like the prototype zero zero zero, or I think it might actually have zero zero one written on the back, but it's 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 a prototype. It's not quite the finished one. I believe he's changed." But then he changed back, and then he changed again. So I'm not sure which 
which which clipping options he's going for at this point. But yeah, so I think I I I uh, I'm it, with with uh, with Yeomans. I'm in talks of like finalizing the ideas because he's he's using me as a soundboard to kind of to uh, bounce back and forth about like what the what the favorite options are and and uh, like basically like a bit of uh, a bit of product testing um because he trusts my ear he he knows that I've done this cast for a while um and know yeah. a thing or two about getting a decent tone um and yeah I've I've got I've got a bit of a bit of a bone to pick with that 001 cuz I've actually got 001 here <laughs> so if there are two <laughs> something's well i mean th- and this is in no way a, a representation of the pedal, but this is actually going to go back to Mr. Yeomans in the end. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm going to hang on to it for now, but I'm in talks with him to get a dual pedal <laughs> that is, and we're like in discussions at the moment about what I want because I'm not sure what I want, yeah. and he's not sure the best thing to do. Um, so I was going to ask for your opinion as well. Do I like? I want. To be able to use either it with a boost in, or I don't even think I need the boost. I think I prob what I probably want is instead of a toggle switch, a foot switch. Yeah, yeah. So, so, that, you've got- so that you can because obviously, um, for those of you that haven't seen, I can't remember where I posted the the review the day I got it. I can't remember if it's on the Facebook page or what, like one of the the groups that I'm in. But basically, I said the the light again side is. It's a Marshall Plexi. It's it's a little bit more controllable than some because you can dial in the bass frequencies so that when you're playing in a bedroom, you can hear that low end that you don't particularly need when you're live. And it's just kind of like whenever you use a, using a pedal, you need more bass when you're not in a mix than you would if you're in a mix because you've got to fill yeah. that sound out. Um which the bass control like is really handy for that, and it, yeah, you get you get some really good plexi zones. Um, tonight I got like I was messing around playing something completely different, dropped a plectrum, and ended up realizing that I was fairly close to the Brothers in Arms tone. Um, <laughs> yes, and I always tell you that I hate playing without a plectrum, but I played without a plectrum for about forty-five minutes because I'd found that Brothers in Arms tone. <laughs> Yeah, and um, it, it's a testament to to that pedal. I mean, I, I'm sure I spoke about the like when I first plugged the Messiah in and got the deep purple tone, and I was like, "Yep, yeah, that's that's forty five minutes gone," and I didn't even notice. Yeah, um, and I, I I did the same with it with a technique I don't even particularly like playing. I just I like the sound. I, like, who doesn't like Martin Offler? But you know, regardless of that, I I love that album. Um, I particularly love Brothers in Arms, the song. It's it. The, the guitar tone that he's got there is incredible. Pretty much just this pedal on its own running into my interface um, with a like a preamp in front of it. And I was getting that tone um, and just lost so much time just noodling away. And it was all because I dropped a plectrum. I, I didn't <laughs> intend to play it. I was actually playing along with some Arctic Monkeys. Nice. I dropped, dropped a plectrum. And just continued noodling after the song had finished, and was like, "Hang on a minute." And yeah, like I, I just ever so slightly tweak on the EQ, cut the the gain ever so slightly, and yeah, I was just just there um, and lost lost in that. 
Yeah. But yeah, like, I, I really like that side. And the other side of it, when you t- flick it up to the high game, um, I'm pretty sure I said something along the lines of it's like a plexi that's on steroids and human growth hormones that's also blood <laughs> doping in a like hyperbaric chamber. Yeah. Like it's it's just it's it's a completely hot rodded plexi kind of tone. It's it's your your Gary Moore like full on, you know, screaming lead but classic martial lead. Not like not like a modern martial lead tone, like a a proper classic martial that's being slammed. Yeah, it's still got the the kind of the characteristic martial premium mid range, but then it's it, it's it's almost like like back in the eighties where the the original marshals didn't have enough gain, so the those guys would get the the their heads modded or they'd put like a pedal in front of it to push it even further. Yeah, it's it's a bit like that tone, isn't it? It absolutely is. It's it's all it, there's. It's like somebody's dimed it every every single controller's on 10 and then they're pushing it with something else just to kind of push it into that super sustainy oversaturated creamy goodness and yeah like i'm absolutely in love with that sound as well but i want to be able to access both sounds and i don't particularly want to buy two of them <laughs> so like yeah i I'm, like i was talking to to yomas it's like do do I ask you to get build me one where instead of a toggle switch, it's a foot switch? Yeah. Do I ask you to do that and add a separate volume so that I can change the volume yeah. for the lead and the rhythm to use it as that? Or do I ask for... Because he's thinking about making one of these with a boost in it as well anyway, somewhere down the line. And I'm like, well, do I ask him for the prototype for that and have, like... Three switches, essentially. Yeah, three switches. And and he's like, well, we could do that. Or I could do you one where you've got two of these circuits in there. One is the low gain and one is the high gain, and they're on separate. And then you've got ultimate control. You can control the gain and the volume. Yeah. And, like, I can't decide. Like, he's given me all these <laughs> options, and I'm like, well, yes, that sounds amazing. But also, that sounds amazing. But also, that sounds amazing. Um. Or put it all in a pedal. <laughs> He's like, I can't put it all in a pedal. Like, so I, we've got to decide. I think the the route I'm going down, going to go down, is probably the three pedal, three button one, and it's going to look a bit weird. Yeah, but I think ultimately it'll be the best thing for Yeomans because I can then, I I then can hear the most different options and say, well, actually, I didn't bother using the boost circuit, or actually, I didn't need the extra controls on the the high gain so you could get rid of those and yeah, yeah. get rid of the second foot switch and leave it as a toggle or whatever. I just think, like, probably if he builds that one, it's the best thing to kind of work out which of the bits are irrelevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just just off the top of my head, I think probably you won't need a two-band EQ for both pedals. You could just have a global one. Yeah possibly i mean you could possibly get away with just having one game control because the difference between the two sides is enough yeah it's enough that you could you could set the but i don't know i don't know it'd be it'd be really interesting uh, he did he he passed this information to me actually and says like this is what he's thinking and i was just thinking of names for this like ultimate <laughs> ultimate messiah drive and i was thinking like 
It's got to be called the the messianic complex, isn't it? It's got to be called. <laughs> it's, I it's, mean, you, you, could, you could also go the other route and just call it uh, just a naughty boy because <laughs> it's not the messiah anymore. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or very naughty boy, whatever. The, I can't remember what the quote is. Yeah. I knew what I was thinking then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, that's the kind of route I'm going down. But like, the, the pedal itself is incredible, but there's so many options in it that I'd want two of those I think I want two of those options yeah independently yeah independently of each other I'm 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 a bit of an arse when it comes to drive I've got so much drive on like eight or seven or eight drives on on my main board at the moment and I'm trying to cut that down but like I, I always want options. It's it's the one place where option paralysis doesn't hit me. I know yeah. what I want for specific songs, and like combinations and d- dialing in and out. And yeah, I I think I'm probably not the right person to make the final judgment because <laughs> I think for for most people, the pedal yeah. that you've built already will be absolutely incredible. Like it will do whatever they want. I know he's he's doing a version without the the toggle, isn't he? I think he's just doing a, yeah, a low game, a low game version, which uh, I think he's already done one and sold it. <laughs> so I think he might have uh, he might have had his first sale on the the low game version. Um, and like you you just mentioning all of the options and how useful each and every one of them are. I think the the pedal then is a is a victim of its own success with the fact that. Like, if if it was if it was one of those pedals where like it had the option for a low and a high gain mode, but it sounded better in the one mode, you'd be like, okay, yeah, yeah cool. Yeah. Or if it if it was like geared to be like if it if it was fine tuned in for like the high gain mode, and the low gain mode was just kind of tacked on, you'd be like, okay, yeah, I'll use it as the high gain bit. But it's like both both of them sound so good, and like that costs off to to more spectrum. Yeah, just it is, it, it's absolutely that, and like I, I I want both. And the more I think about it, the more I think the boost probably isn't what you need because the what the boost is going to do is basically turn the, the low gain low into gain the- into the high gain because the high gain is almost like a boosted. Marshall, so I'm pretty sure what I want is just the foot switch instead of the toggle switch, and at least a volume control for for this like independent volume, so that I can get like set one for rhythm and one for lead. You don't have to use it like that. Obviously, you could you could have a low game rhythm and a high game rhythm, but like I I probably want to use the high gain side as lead and the low gain side as rhythm. I love the fact that we've done like a a little um, workshopping session on the pedal on a podcast. <laughs> uh, well, so. I mean, if if anybody's got any opinions or thinks I'm stupid, feel free to tell. Like, I'm open to people telling me that they they're listening to what I'm saying and I'm missing a glaringly obvious way to do this. I'm yeah. happy for people to say that. Like, I just. This, I'm, all I'm doing is basically spouting what I've been talking to Yeomans about for the past day and a half, and we we still haven't come to a final solution. Well, I mean, the easiest possible option here is to sell a tape of really like rigid, like a straw or something, 
onto the toggle switch so you can just kick it from low gain <laughs> to high mode. There you go. That saved you. I, I do have a metal straw. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That is uh, that is the most simple solution. It's not the it's not the most um, graceful. <laughs> uh, Probably not very aesthetically pleasing either. No, but it might work. Hey ho. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So- like I think the low gain in itself, which is obviously going to be cheaper than the 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 two mode. Yeah. Is 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 an incredible pedal, but I I just I I love the idea of this and. For anybody who who wants a Marshall in a box type pedal, you've got to try one. Yeah, I mean, I've I've tried a fair few. Um, I mean, being the budget pedal chap, I've tried I've tried quite a lot from the from the low price spectrum, and and there's some good good picks there. I think we've talked talked about the Golden Plexi a few times, and how that at its price point, it's doing pretty well, and yeah. The sound uh, is great. It's it's just got like a couple of little flaws in it, but you everything is at that kind of price point. It's going to have a drawback or two. Yeah, and um, I mean, we we've talked about a, a plethora of pedals on this, and I've I've not had the uh, the good fortune to try the the Kossoff drive from Hello Sailor, um, but the uh, like the Chevtone stuff it is it is definitely of a quality, isn't it? Uh, Absolutely, like I, I would put it on par. Like quality of sound wise, it's definitely in that same kind of bracket. It's, it's. I assume. Well, I, I don't know what he's selling them for, and I, I can't even remember what the cutoff is. I assume they're going to be in similar price points. Yeah, by yeah. The, by the sounds of like the sounds of the pedals, I would put them in similar price points. I, I would. They, they both have a slightly different take. Yeah. On, on that sound, but. I, I would absolutely say they, they they fit in the same gap in the market, just in slightly different ways. Yeah, yeah. The the kind of the whole idea behind the Chevtone stuff is, um, it's the uh the the kind of the the vintage inspired the Mojo stuff, uh, which you you do find with the Hello Sailor stuff, which is like the tag board and the 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 um vintage paper and oil caps and a lot all of these these components that not only uh function in a way but they look really cool as well but like you don't have to be a pedal builder to open up the back of one of those and go actually that looks really cool <laughs> absolutely not like i i just love love the look of tagboard stuff that's one of the things that drew me to hello sailor in the first first place and obviously these are tagboard as well and just yeah. look incredible uh, and where where the uh, like chef tone and the the hello sailor stuff deviate is that with hello sailor you get every piece is like uh like an art piece isn't it you, it's there's there's never two that are the same you might get similar kind of spec things but the enclosures are always going to be it's always based on like what joe's feeling at that time which is amazing yeah um whereas with the chef tone stuff he wanted to go for like a a real kind of clean and modern aesthetic and wanted that that batch production where everything was the same or, or everything was like so closely tolerated and that yeah every time you pick up a Maasai, you know that this is the tone that you're going to get you've got those um those components that have been hand 
selected for the specific tolerances um and i've i've become a a, a benefactor of the uh the throwaways because of that which is brilliant so yeah keep keep those tolerances up mr yeomans <laughs> um but yeah so i mean it's like different gap, uh different areas of the market uh and and their their different takes on it isn't it yeah um and both uh from what i what i've hear, heard uh from other people that the cost off is an absolutely amazing pedal i can personally attest that the uh the chef tone messiah is blooming brilliant um the honey burst yeah. i still I've, I've been given a task with that uh, as i've mentioned i've been doing um doing the product testing with it and there's kind of two revisions of it i've got zero zero one and zero zero two we've got like slight tweaks um and i've had them for a, for about a week and a half two weeks now and i'm still struggling to to choose which one is the better of the two <laughs> uh so just as a, a reminder the, the honey burst is a is it, whereas the messiah is like your your amp in a box your marshall style sound the uh the honey burst is definitely a pedal it does what a pedal does it's like a, a light low to mid gain although it does it actually does get quite gainy um or a low to mid gain so if you think kind of the the spectrum of uh kind of like a clon to blues driver um those kind of spectrums so upper mid slight push but not like a mid hump like you get out of a tube screamer um and the the gain goes from like real kind of touch responsive edge of breakup dig in get a little bit of little bit of sauce on them notes to log a, a much much more saturated sound um but yeah i've got the got the option of choosing between like uh two different kind of diodes uh clipping diode selection sections and i'm finding it really hard hopefully by the time that the uh the live cast comes out on sunday or yes yesterday yeah i'll have made the decision but i think i have a feeling that i'm going to be doing the messiah for the no talk will turn this week possibly i mean like yeah do, do, do it people need to be able to hear this pedal i like i know you've done a couple of demos for his yeah his facebook page is i assume he's got instagram and stuff i've i've, I've not logged into instagram in a while um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i just yeah um, but yeah, like I know you're doing stuff for social media, um, but yeah, people need to be able to hear these because, yeah, just check one out as soon as you can. Yeah, I mean, the infuriating thing is that it's not quite out yet. We were on the precipice of it being released. Um, it, by the time this this podcast released, it might it might be released, uh, but it, we're just kind of we're just on that edge, and as soon as they come out, it's. I I reckon they're gonna blow up big time because it's such an yeah. awesome battle. Um, yeah. But yeah, so um, like I, like I mentioned, no talk or tone. This uh, this coming Friday might be a messiah, so watch out for that. The last one, 
the one that was oh the one that was last friday might be the messiah i'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. just trying to figure out how time works yeah the, the friday before that i have actually recorded and it's been released at this moment which was the jed's peds golden chain that pedal i mean it's it's essentially like a like your standard standard drive pedal which is volume gain and tone i think it it was weird the fact that the uh, the tone control was the one that was at the top of the pedal it was like like a triangle layout for you so it had like two at the bottom and then one at the top and the tone control was the one at the top that threw me a little bit um but it's just the standard layout so um, just inverted really isn't it yeah normally it, it's the tone is on its own at the bottom of the volume and yeah there you go so it's an in, inverted normal layout yeah um, go with that yeah <laughs> standard um but the it's also got two uh two three-way uh switches on it which um had me so busy during the demo like playing with those pedals where I usually like with a with a drive pedal, I usually try it out and then put it through like a Marshall style amp as well, so that you can hear how it how it works pushing an amp. Didn't bother with that this week because there was so many so many controls on it, so many different uh, sounds. I think I got to about probably about ten minutes into the demo. I was thinking I, I'm doing this as this uh, a service to like push it through something because it, it stands alone so well on its own um both me and uh, mr jed of uh jed's peds were just saying how this is possibly a firm favorite for both of us um yeah so the the two toggle switches are a so we've got a voice control which is uh basically involves the clipping so you've got silicon diode clipping which is Archer. Um it's more abrasive. Um but harsh isn't the right the right word for it because it's still it's still quite a pleasant sound. But it's it gives it gives more attack. It's got LED clipping in it which is more open, more transparent. It's got more of a more of a kind of dynamic feel to it, and then you've got no clipping diodes which Gives massive headroom and less uh, less actual gain on the pedal, um, and then you've got a high cut controller as well, which largely I kept completely open because I like I like uh, treble. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> like I, I I play single coils into a relatively bright amp. I like treble. Um, I mean, I even played the bridge pickup on my Strat, so. <laughs> just buy a blues junior and get it over with no <laughs> blues juniors are the devil because there's too much treble yeah yeah but their treble is horrible and spiky and yeah this was it's pleasant treble um so i really i really did enjoy that pedal uh got a, got a quite a nice response on the video as well and then the week before we tried the harold's uh, which is it's a really really strange pedal. Uh, it's it's based around the uh, Fairfield's uh, barbershop, 
<laughs> I think, yeah. Um, which is, it's like a, a two control drive, but then it's got a SAG control as well, which okay. usually is usually fine for fuzz circuits where it's like starving the yeah. transistors. You go from like full warm sustainy to like sputtery. Like, yeah, yeah, which it's a really nice control on a fuzz pedal. Um, I know where I, I sit with that. When you put it on a drive pedal, it's really strange. Um, <laughs> so at the one end, the fully clockwise, it almost kind of wipes all the gain off. And you, you're really having to push the, um, push the volume of the, the pedal to get it up to, up to unity. But it gives like a really kind of sparkly and glassy sound. Um, and then the more you go anti-clockwise, the more the gain comes in and the more it just starts like warming up. And because those two controls, the gain and the sag, like they um, influence each other so much, you almost have to learn to play the pedal. Uh to get to get the tone out of it, you've really got to work with it to like balance the three three controls together to get to get the tone to work. And it it's hard work. It really is hard work. But once you dial the tone in, it makes sense. And especially when it's pushing a uh, pushing a driven amp already, that's where it starts to sing. It just kind of smoothens off the edges and adds a like a creamy push to your tone. I had fun. Once I, once I found that tone, I was like, yes, that is the <laughs> tone. Uh, so those are, the, those are the things that I've been doing since last time. Um, we've, we've, got, we've got a little thing that we need to mention, I think. Um, I reckon it's about time. It is, isn't it? So we, we, we left a little thing to sizzle, didn't we? Did. And it's it's just about cooked now. So we've got a little a little sneaky sneaky for you, um, you podcast listeners. You'll be possibly the first to hear about this. Um because on this day when the podcast drops, not when we're recording it, the actual day that the podcast drops. And I usually set the drop time to like being four AM. Um, you could potentially be the first people to hear about this. So on the first of June, all the way to the 31st, there is a competition running uh, with the Fret Talk podcast in conjunction with Fletcher Pickups. Uh, my good friend, Mr. Mr. Fletcher, Mr. Ben Fletcher, uh, has come to me with a bit of a quandary. Uh, so he, um, he made a set of pickups that are inspired very much by um, certain progressive... Um, 70s progressive rock guitarist um, who on the odd occasion I've been told that I look a little bit like <laughs> um, I mean someone once shared a picture of of said musician Mr David Gilmore on my Facebook um, wall and I had to question 
like I was looking at it thinking, I don't think I've ever owned that strat. Uh, I, I can confirm you haven't owned that strat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'd, yeah, be much better off if I did. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Mr. David Gilmore. So he, he's made a set of uh, pickups that are amazingly voiced towards that kind of sound. Um, I happen to have a set in my Ibanez Fireman. Um, they are pretty much the same set, as, as I've been told, very similar specs. Um, so I kind of know what they sound like. They sound really good, um, but they don't have a name. And this is where you come in. So the competition is to uh, name these pickups. And of course, uh, we can't just call them the David Gilmore set. Because, I mean, where's the fun in that, for one? <laughs> and number two, there's some legal grey area there. Yeah, trademark infringement and licensing and... Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's not go down that route. So... So also don't call them Pink Floyd or yeah. Dark Side of the Moon. Like, all of these are trademarks. <laughs> yeah, of course. So you need to get a little bit clever with In- it. Yeah, be inventive. And I think the way that we're going to work it, I haven't finalised the details fully, but I think the way that we're going to work it is that we're going to put a post on either Fletcher Fletcher Pickups Facebook page or Fletcher Pickups uh, Instagram account where you put your your entry for this. So you have to go over to whichever one it is. I think it's probably going to be the probably going to be the Facebook page. I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll make sure that on this day, on on when this releases, I'll I'll get the details fully sorted. Um, but what it'll be is you you go over to you go over to a Fletcher pickups, you uh, like it, and then on that post you put your your name for those pickups, and at the end of the month. Uh, on the thirty first, does does June have thirty one days? I mean, it's no, it doesn't. It has thirty. There you go. So on the thirtieth, I knew there's a reason I kept you about Matt. <laughs> uh, on the thirtieth day of June, it happens to fall on a live cast. So on that live cast, we will announce the winner. Um, that doesn't make any sense. Days don't work like that. Hmm? Well, it would be 28... No, the the 30th is a Tuesday. Oh, is it? I thought... Hang on. Well, if the 1st is a Monday, then the 29th has to be a Monday. Therefore, the 30th would be the Tuesday. Oh, yeah. And the live cast would be the 28th. 28th, there you go. So on the 28th, is when we'll announce the winner. Oh, that that's why. Because, oh no, it's not. I thought the, the podcast might come out on that day. No, it doesn't. So there you go. We will announce the winner on that live cast. So it's not for the full length of June. You have until the 28th of June. That's pretty and much a month, isn't it? I mean, uh, yeah, it's, it's four, it's four yeah. weeks for all intents and purposes. It's a February's worth. Yeah. So there you go. You've got you've pretty much got June to to come up with a witty 
um, a witty name for these pickups. Um, and then the winner of this uh, gets announced. They win a set of these pickups. Woohoo! Um, unfortunately, because I'm running it, I can't enter. And I really do want a set of strap pickups. I mean, yeah, like, I, I mean, I assume being like part of the Threat Talk podcast, I also can't enter. I have a strat to put them in, but that wouldn't stop me. Yeah, I mean, it'd be worth buying a strat. I mean, I've already but, got a set of these pickups. Like, they are literally in a in a guitar sitting over there, but it doesn't stop me. They are cool, and I want some. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's what we've got uh, got going on for the month of June, mostly. Um, my math's not great. I'm sure I'll work this out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've I've just had a look, and the 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 calendar does not lie. Unfortunately, um, so yeah, that's that's what's happening. Um, what else have we got to talk about today? Have we done anything else this week, Matt? Oh, you have. You've bought something else, haven't you? Oh yeah, I bought it. Yeah. So <laughs> on to- on top of like ordering a, a Messiah and it arriving, and then. Like being in discussions for a new prototype. This prototype isn't the exact prototype that fulfills my specific set of needs. I'm going to need another one. So on top of doing that, um, obviously Mr. Tate was running his lockdown special fuzzers. Um, he and, was, yeah. Uh, the week before last, when this comes out, last week as we're recording, um, he put a message up saying, I'm stopping the deals on Sunday, so if you want them... All of them by Sunday, because um, obviously the UK is lifting lockdown restrictions. Um, yeah, let's, not, let's not talk about our opinions on that. Let's just say that <laughs> yeah. it is happening, um, and yeah. therefore the, the lockdown fuzz is, is going to disappear from uh, the store yeah. on the Tate FX website. So um, I... I don't know whether I discussed it on a cast or just chatting with you before or after a cast, but I was like, at some point I'm probably going to set up a second board that I've got two boards, one for each band. Yeah. Um, I need a fuzz pedal on both bands. I only have a Razor Dead, really, that I am comfortable gigging with because it's it, the only fuzz I've got that will fit anywhere in a chain. Yeah. Um. So I, I, I bought a lockdown fuzz. <laughs> 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 yeah, to to make a long story short, you you bought a lockdown and absolutely hats off to you because they were going for an absolute song, weren't they? He was, I I don't know why he was doing them this cheap, but he was doing them. Uh, they were under a hundred pounds, weren't they? Uh, there was a hundred and five pounds. Oh, was it? Yeah. There you go. So but, yeah, that's like for for Stuart stuff. You know what you're getting, like. I, yeah, I, I had no qualms about paying that kind of money for like that's it's incredibly cheap for the 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 quality and craftsmanship of the Stuart Tate stuff. Yeah, I mean it's essentially a very similar circuit to the Raise the Dead, but it's got the um, the gain control, whereas the uh, the Raise the Dead is literally just maxed, uh, and it's yeah. also got a bias control, hasn't it? Yeah. So. Ultimate versatility. What finish did you go for? Was yours the the stealth black or the hammer right? Stealth stealth black, I think. Yeah, because I mean he did like the the hammerite gold finish as well, which looked amazing. Yeah, but I 
I, I wasn't too fussed about colour, so I just said, because well, I'd messaged him with like a day day left on the order and was like, any chance he's still got this going? Because I wasn't sure whether he'd, he, he was stopping it on the Friday or the Sunday. He was stopping it on the Sunday, so I managed to get in. I, I didn't even bother asking about the, the finish. I assume it was a black one because that's what was on on his website left. Yeah. But yeah, so, I'd like, I, 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 like I say, I need, I need another fuzz and I know... I'm getting quality with with the Tate stuff. I think I I did think about just making one myself. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, but you're like, I, I'd prefer that it worked well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, the, yeah, and also like, I know Stuart will have gone and like made sure that it the way he's designed the circuit, it's going to fit well in a mix. It's not like I'm going to go. Actually, I've built this. Yes, it sounds like a fuzz factory, but when I turn it on in a band mix, it disappears. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. It sounds like a big muff, but when I turn it on, it disappears in a band mix. I, I know Stuart will have made sure that he's releasing stuff that is useful not only for home use, but in a mix as well. Yeah, because, I mean, he he's another one of these, again, who will test the transistors being used. I mean, because he's using a uh, new old stock, uh, I, I don't know exactly which ones, but he's. I think he's sourced some old Russian transistors. Um, Believe and, so. And he's testing each one to make sure that the the HFE and the the leakage are within within a nice kind of um, realm for uh, to make that pedal sound the best that it can. Yes, Whereas, electronics words. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I I built a fuzz face. Um, and it sounds it sounds all right, but it only sounds the best when you crank both of the controls up, which I, I believe is a fuzz based kind of uh, trait. Yeah. Um, but I imagine that if I didn't just throw whatever components into the pedal and had tested them, I could probably have fine tuned that a little bit better. <laughs> um, but no, I had I had two transistors and they looked looked the cool. Right. Yeah, they look like the little War of the Worlds kind of spaceship things. <laughs> and yeah. after I'd played about with them, going beep, 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 uh, for a while, <laughs> I'd put them into the pedal. Yeah. And that's, that, that's pedal building. Yeah, that's, that's how you do it. That, yeah, that's how, how I do it. You get, you get the components, you make little, like, armies with them, and then you put them into the circuit board and solder it. <laughs> and sometimes, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Nobody knows why. It's, it's, it's one of life's great mis- mysteries. It's a mystery. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, for, for the layman, that is how pedal building works. This yeah. one didn't work. Oh, well. <laughs> Try, Try again, again next time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The ironic thing for me, it seems to be if it has a single knob, it doesn't work. If there's <laughs> more than one knob, it works. Crazy. I mean, the one knob things usually... Usually the easier ones to get working, but say levy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, to be fair, like I'm pretty sure I've got a tiny. So the the one knob one that I have like, that I've built since the last cast that isn't working is a Vox style Vox boost. You know the 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 booster that didn't actually have a pot on it. Um, the old can't even remember what it's called, but um, it's one of those. But I've got with a pot. Um, yeah. It does pass some signal. It's not. It's not one I've got. This. This is stuttery. 
so that it passes clean and then doesn't pass any signal. It passes clean and then drops the volume instead of boosting the volume. Ah, <laughs> uh, so that's that's not ideal. Um, but yeah, I, I'm sure if I go through and test all of the things, I've got a loose connection somewhere or a, a bad solder joint because I'm yeah. a bad solderer. <laughs> you bad, bad solderer. <laughs> yeah, but like, I'll. I I was at the it was the end of a day when I was making it, and I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> it's always the worst, isn't it? <laughs> It's always worth plug it in. Uh, well, I can I can hear the guitar, so I'm done. Yep, yeah, it's not completely broken. Jobs are good, and <laughs> yeah, I think I I do need to I do need to whip out the soldering iron and and try my hand at this roulette again. Yeah, yeah, I need to order some more. I mean, I need to build that five knob rock, but I, I'm still scared of it. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I've I've bought pedal uh, like PCBs that I've just went. There's, I mean, I I can identify the components. Yes, yeah. am I brave enough to put those components in that PCB? Well, this one I've got a bias five bloody trim pots. Oh, oh yeah, that's uh, um, that's I, adult work. That is that I've is. Got, I've got one of the pokey thingies with the display on it. The pokey thing, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a multimeter. Uh, and, and that, yeah, and that tells you how to somehow you program that to tell you which which way to twist the knobs. Yeah, you, you put it across two points, and it tells you the voltage, doesn't it? And then you've got to set it within a certain bounds. Yeah, sounds I, about right, doesn't it? it? It's it's exactly the same as biasing an amp. Only I've never done that. <laughs> yeah, I mean biasing an amp can. Right, you, yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Whereas hopefully a 9-volt pedal shouldn't murder me. No, 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 it, it definitely can't, um, <laughs> I I think. Can give you a tingle, I'm sure, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, what's a tingle between friends? Uh? <laughs> <laughs> yep, pretty much. Um, <laughs> sticking on the uh, the whole lockdown, lockdown theme... Um, I I might have um, succumbed to a little lockdown deal myself. Ooh. Um. So this this largely comes from you. So I'm putting all blame on yourself. But I've also had uh, to me. Yeah. Yes. You. Yes. Uh. For telling me how awesome, and amazing, and life changing this pedal is. Um. It. I mean, to be fair, it is awesome, amazing, and life changing. Yeah, and I, I've heard that from yourself. I've heard it from. Uh, from another one of our patronizers, uh, Mr. Joseph Richardson, because um, he's got a double one, I believe. <laughs> um, and there's there's another couple of another couple of people who've just went, yeah, this is a this is a fantastic. Better. Pretty so, sure Hello Sailor Joe's got one as well. Um, probably, probably. Uh, so, Mr. Mr. JSA Simon, uh, he's been doing he's been doing like a little series of pedals. During this lockdown, or would like the repurposed line or something like that, scavengered line or something like that, um, where he's basically he's he's got old enclosures which have been drilled for other pedals. He's gutted the gutted the pedals out of them and has built another pedal into that enclosure. So largely, you're getting it's a bit like a Picasso painting of guitar effect. So the the control layout might not make complete sense. Um, it it might have like stickers from the last one or over it, 
but he's doing them dirt cheap and he's he's knocking them out like tons. So he's he's uh he's put up a couple of um tight squeeze compressors um in just your kind of standard MXR box uh size because he usually does them in the mini mini enclosures. Um and he yeah he he put one up and it was like forty forty five quid or something like that. And then <laughs> and then someone tagged him in it. Just went, Go on, you want one of these? When uh, you do, you, you absolutely want one. I do. Um so I think I think it was uh, Alex Alex Harper. Or it might might have been HB. I don't know. It, whoever it was, you can you can find that it's on Simon's uh, Instagram, so yeah, JSA underscore uh, effects underscore something, isn't it? Not, it's not just JSA effects. I can't remember. Mm. I'm I'm terrible. Yeah, I mean, if you if you Google JSA effects, it pretty much comes up. Um, so yeah, someone someone goaded me into it, um, and then on the. On the strength of Matt saying this is the best compressor you will ever get, you must have one. Uh, so it is. I got one, and that should hopefully be arriving soon. Um, I mean, I, I'm not sure. I said it's the best compressor you'll ever get. I said it's the easiest compressor to use, and it sounds incredible. Well, I mean, that's that's pretty. That's what I heard anyway. <laughs> yeah, like I, I'm sure if you know how to set up a Cali seventy six six knob or a um, what's the sixty seven unit sixty seven compressor and all of these like multiple different controls and you know exactly what you're doing and you can spend time fine tuning it? I'm sure they probably sound more like studio compressors, which is what they're based on. And mm. um, this is something that will enhance your tone with three seconds of setup. I mean, you you are speaking more language there because. <laughs> I mean, we've been doing this podcast for about three years, and I use compressors to like even out our voices. I I, I set them <laughs> once to them sounding good, mainly just by twisting things and pulling things and pressing big red buttons until until the sound sounded all right, and then I stopped, and then yeah, <laughs> it hasn't been touched since. It's just it's there. Um, yeah, I don't want to go through that kind of hassle for a guitar compression. Uh, I um, typically I run a Moore Yellow Comp, which you assured me the JSA is just just better. Oh, it's it's yeah. so much like it's so much easier to use, and it sounds it does sound better. So you literally it, set the volume to Unity. Um, pick between the fast and slow on the toggle, whichever you feel like sounds best. Yeah. And then um, with the compression, strum a chord, because chords are slightly louder than single notes usually, um, until the blue... And turn, turn the compression knob up until the blue light comes on full. If it's on full too soon, dial it back a little bit till it's just kind of like flashing on and off and... Yeah, that's where you set it, and it it does magical tone wizardry. Because when you turn it off, like you can't hear it, but when you turn it off, you can. Yeah, everything just sounds worse. You know, like, oh, oh, I suck at guitar. Put that back on. There we go. 
Yep. Yeah, it's it's one of those that, like I, I genuinely when you're dialing it in, you can't hear hear the difference. Yeah. When you take it out, you can. Yeah. And that that is what a good compressor should be. I mean, with with the more yellow comp, people people rave about how how close they are to the source material. Um, even with that, like the compression on that, I am literally on about one on the the sustain dial. Um, so I I've it's it's just a kind of just the the slightest hair of compression, and it's I I use it to emulate a a loud amp essentially any yeah. volume just because you get that the the standard compression that you get through tubes the you get a little bit of saturation like i even use it when i've got drive on for a quiet amp just so that you can get that feel that you get from a from a big loud amp yeah um and yeah so i'm i'm gonna be getting a, a jsa height squeeze comp and i, I feel that then and only then will my rig be complete. And other lies that I tell myself. <laughs> um, yeah. There's no for, such thing as a complete yeah. rig. That's it. For this week, my rig will be complete. Um, yeah, pretty much. We've got some news. We have? We've got some news. I don't think I want to do some news. <laughs> <laughs> what I do want to talk about is uh, a YouTube video that I watched this week. Rather okay. than rather than talking about any news, we'll we'll swerve that. <laughs> like that meme where it's got the cast like swerving off off the uh, yeah. the interstate. Yeah, <laughs> news topics and then like random YouTube shit. <laughs> yeah, so I watched uh, a YouTube video this week. I've seen it before, but I watched it again. Um, it's called Seven Levels of Jazz Harmony. What? Seven Levels of Jazz Harmony. Uh, and there's this chap. He, he uses the melody to Juice by Lizzo. You know, it ain't my fault that I'm out here getting loose. Gonna blame it on the goose. Gonna blame it on the juice. Yeah, that one. No idea what you're talking about. Uh, well, that's I'm, that's. I'm not. I'm not down with the kids. <laughs> uh, well, that's a song. It's got a lovely spicy chord in it. Okay. Um, it's it's in D minor, but it has an E flat major seven over F in it and the bloke starts off by saying that's not jazz i'm like whoa 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 mister we are in for a ride here um so standard Wait, e e flat major seven with an f in the bass yeah okay okay yeah i mean it, i'm just trying to picture how you finger that chord <laughs> <laughs> so largely this is, this is how i do it is it you take I, it out for a meal first? <laughs> <laughs> That's it, yeah. Sorry. I treat it nice. <laughs> Call it the next day. Uh, uh, so the way that I did it, because I, I did it using the loop function on my HX stomp. I've got an HX stomp now. <laughs> and that's a thing. So um, what I did on that is I played the bass line. 
so I did like D, D, D. Then I went straight to the F rather than the E flat. F, 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 B flat, B flat, B flat, C. And then I covered the chords over the top without adding the, the F in the chord. Okay. Um, <laughs> that I could do. It's cheating, but it was easier than trying to figure out how to play an F with an E flat. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd tried a, a, a chord voicing of it and it didn't quite sound nice. So I just did it that way instead. Um, sounded, sounded beautiful. Um, and these seven levels of jazz, jazz harmony, it basically takes you through um, like the, the infancy of jazz, um, jazz harmony. So like the first one is rather than them just being like, rather than it being like a D minor chord, like an F chord and whatever, it's then like adding the, the, the fourth note in the harmony. So it's then like D minor seven and so on and so forth, like dom, dom sevens and like major seven chords and whatnot. Then the next, it was like, it was doing uh, a little uh, chord substitution like the the two five ones and stuff i was like yeah this is cool by the time it got to level three i was like no i'm out i am out this <laughs> this is not sounding good now mo take me back to level two i'm i'm pretty sure i was happy at level one but i can accept level two and then like the further it gets on it, like it compares it to like the the spice of of peppers so like the first one is like your standard bell pepper, no spice at all, and then it's like okay. The next one is uh, I can't remember, but then it's like the jalapenos and habaneros, and, and then like the super super end, like the ghost pepper one, yeah. was a level of jazz harmony, which is it's so disgusting. Oh, are we going to suggest that maybe harmony is not the right word for? <laughs> the seventh <laughs> level of this. Well, I think number six was that because okay. the the idea behind number six was that where where you usually have harmonies is that the chords are supporting the melody and they're they're like they're running parallel to each other. They're all there to kind of get along nicely. Yeah. And as much as like levels three through to five were bring like peeling away from that, that, um, that relationship level six is just a fuck you (laughs) harmony where you've got like, it's, it's like pedal point harmony where you've got like one note, which is suggesting the key. And then the other chords are just random and that yeah no No, that's not how music work so i would suggest you listen to the uh like you you watch this video it's really interesting how far you can get in it before you go no i'm out um like i say i've i've done exercise when i used to get lessons and i did I'm not going to say I did theory because I never like wrote any of the shit down and yeah, like, yeah. intricately looked at it. But I've done stuff where you start with a basic chord progression and then you chop it out and make them sevenths or you make them ninths or you make them like you know you you just go 
right, it's still the chords in the key, but these are embellished, extra, embellished yeah. or yeah, extra ones. And then I've also done kind of this is the bass line, and we're going to keep the bass line as it is, but you're going to substitute that chord for a different chord. So I've done kind of level one and two, sort yeah, of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, it sounds like you've done. You've definitely done level one. Level two, kind of touching upon parts of that. Yeah. There's a little bit more to level two. And like I say, watch the video. It's, it, even, if, even if your music theory is not brilliant, you can hear it because he, he goes through examples of it. And it, it's, it is really interesting. And it's, it'll be fun to know how far you get into this video. <laughs> before you go, nope. Yeah. No. Before, you, before you're like it. scratching at your ears going, no, make it stop. <laughs> um, yeah, like yeah, I say, um... level three was the, the part where I felt uncomfortable. Uh, and level six made you want to throw up <laughs> yeah like so uh, to to kind of spoil the end of this video for you a little bit Matt level seven is uh, it goes back to a conversation we were talking about probably about six months ago about how uh, like the um, the intonation of the um, the the diatonic system that we've we've like the the kind of westernized music system is is based on kind of budging the numbers a bit and yeah you're not bang on your temp your, the temperament of each chord is not bang on it's most of the way there to a point where your brain kind of fills in the gaps yeah so this was but like a it was it John Frusciante tuned his D string ever so slightly flat or sharp because it was perfect for it it made a perfect major third instead of the imperfection of a major third which is what we've normally got but he only did it for the intro and then he retuned his guitar so it actually sounded like a guitar yeah yeah absolutely it is i I remember that discussion yeah i mean it was quite interesting and i would love to be able to point you back to that episode of fret talk listener to say, like, we do have highbrow conversations between the dick jokes. Uh, it had, we've not had much of much in the way of dick jokes today. It's 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 not been lowbrow. It's just been tangenty. It, yeah, yeah, um, and tangerini. But to contrast that, our last episode title was Brett Talk Time to Dicks." So, <laughs> I mean, we. We cater to both ends of this spectrum. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, the, the um, level seven jazz thing was where each chord was uh, had suggestions next to the note of how sharp or flat that note needed to be for it to be in true. But remembering back to the video that we watched, did it not say that you couldn't do it to make a chord because the root the diff the distance between the root note and the major third and the fifth meant that like you'd have the third and the fifth would be out even though the third was perfect with the root and the fifth was perfect with the root the distance between the third and the fifth was out and then made the chord sound horrible no the 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 premise behind that kind of that video um was that if you tuned, say you're in C major and you tuned your C chord, C, E, G, to be perfect, by the time you got up to like F 
or G, the G chord within that sequence, they would be wildly uh-huh. out of tune. Okay, so it's not within that chord. It's the like the next chords that you. Yeah, each and every chord tunes itself to to itself, so they are all theoretically perfect, but it sounds eerie and horrible. Yeah. It sounds wrong, <laughs> um, but it's technically perfect. So that is like level seven of jazz, technically perfect. So it's got to be good. No, give 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 me give me level two. I'm I'm okay with two. <laughs> I mean, two, even two is a little bit spicy for some. And I can understand why. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I, jazz is not for me. No, it's... Like, um, smooth jazz, you know, that's... It's yeah. not even really jazz. It's, like, music played at 60 beats a minute because it's roughly the rate of a heart rate and it's just kind of following melodies. Like, it's it's... Intertwined melodies, basically, is what smooth jazz is. It never goes off ridiculously obscure. Yeah, that, yeah. I, that I can get along with. Proper jazz, proper jazz makes yeah. me feel uncomfortable. Yep, yeah. So, I I imagine you're probably going to be very similar. Way at three, you're rocking back and forth a little bit. <laughs> you're okay, but you you're on the edge, and then. By by stage five, you're throwing feces at the wall. <laughs> um, Make it stop. Make it yeah, stop. Exactly that. I, I mean, that. strangely, this is my pick of the week um, for, for YouTube. I didn't even realise I was doing a pick of the week, but this is my pick of the week. Seven levels of jazz harmony. So go check it out and, and post in the Fretz All podcast which level you got up to before it made you itch. <laughs> uh, because the, the, you will get there. <laughs> Even if you're not there by level five, level six will will get you. It'll get you. Um, I reckon it's a good time to, to wrap the podcast. Um, I think there's there's something that we haven't done yet, which is uh, give a shout out to our patronizers, Patreon dudes. Um, you gentlemen are amazing. Uh, my My light is literally on. Um, that is thanks to you patronizers so awesome um, you are let's just um, I've got you written down here we've got Bimson we've got An- uh, Andrew Bimson we've got Adam Yeomans of Chef Tone Effects we've got, got Doug Christ um, I still need to check out the um, the Tone Jerks podcast uh, with Doug Christ because I'm not I've caught like the first 10 minutes and I don't I don't commute as much anymore, funnily enough. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out. Doug, please remind me. Uh if I haven't, give me a little slap. Um Joe, uh, Joe Richardson of uh Everything Joseph fame. Uh he's he's just musically outputting all of the time. Um I've stopped there. Why have I stopped there? Uh we've got huge erection. Um which is <laughs> always nice to have during a lockdown. It is. Uh, um, and we have got Mr. Ben Fletcher of Fletcher Pickups as well, um, who, uh, if you remember from earlier, is doing a little little thing. So check out check out our Facebook um, Facebook page group thing. No, it's a group, isn't it? It's not a page. Um, there is a difference, I, I am to believe. We'll put Facebook in the- thingy. 
yeah, a Facebook thing in the Fret Silk podcast. We will put in the details for that uh, that competition there, so you uh, you will be pointed in the right direction. Um, myself, I am Budget Pedal Chap at Facebook, at Instagram, at YouTube, where you get the series, the No Talk All Turn series every week on a Friday at around five o'clock, depending on where you live. Um, Matt, you are here underscore Matt Q at everything, pretty much. Yep. yep. Um, which Twitter, to Instagram? Them is the ones. Uh, you are a bad booker every so often. Yep. And yeah, that's pretty much pretty much us for the week. Um, yeah. I've just realised I've not got a shit joke for this week. <laughs> <gasps> sure, we can sort. Sure, sure, we can sort one out somehow. Bimson shared one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Facebook stalk that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and find it because it was a really good shit joke. Um, so from myself, Mister Budget Pedal Chap, from Mister Matt Quine, say bye, Matt. Bye, Matt. Woohoo! Yeah. It will be a tatty bye and good night for this week. Bye. Ta-da a bit. Get rid of that news off my. my uh, Internet pages there. Don't need that next week. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. I met a beautiful girl at the gym. We spent the whole session just chatting and kissing. After a while, I said, this isn't working out, is it? (laughs) Excellent. It works on so many levels.